Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for another episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. I live about four hours southwest of Kansas City, Missouri, in a medium-sized Kansas town of about 7,000 souls. I cannot get away from Chiefs fever. Everywhere I go, everyone is wearing red and yellow. Out of the school where my wife works, and I do various things here and there, one brave kid was wearing a Ravens hoodie this week. The rest of the student body and all the staff were chiefs all the way, every day. A good number of those roaming the hallways wore Travis Kelsey's 87. The majority of the others wore Patrick Mahomes' 15. During lunchtime on Tuesday or Wednesday, since the Chiefs were Super Bowl bound, I asked the third through fifth graders I was supervising to tell me how many points they thought Travis Kelsey, Kansas City's all-star tight end, would secure in the big game. Most of their forecasts could not come true. I'm not faulting them. They simply haven't been made aware of the rules of football or the number of points which can be awarded to an offensive player on any particular scoring drive. Several said Kelsey would score four points, which I guess he could do if he didn't score a single touchdown but ran the ball for a two-point conversion twice after someone else's. Possible, but unlikely. Kelsey often gets the nod for scoring plays. The next most popular answer was 87 points. It's the guy's number, but there is no possible way this could happen unless he was allowed to kick a point after at least three times or a field goal once. Odd numbers are hard to come by for ball carriers. No one player has ever scored even close to 87 points. But I guess you should never say never. After all, it's a guy named Ernie Nevers who holds the NFL record for most points in a game. 40. I know you're curious, so I'll tell you, no team has ever scored 87 points in a game. The Washington Redskins, can I say that name? Came the closest when they scored 72 points against the New York Giants on November 27, 1966. One girl at the school said, one. I asked if Kelsey was going to kick a point after. She wasn't sure. I'm confident number 87 won't be kicking for any points. Andy Reid would say, no way, even if all the Swifties in the crowd begged him on bended knee. My guess as to Kelsey's output? I'll give him a touchdown or two. He's caught or run for at least one TD per game for 143 state games. I doubt he'll let the team down Sunday night. He'll be a handful for the 49er defense, even as they attempt to slow him down and disrupt his flow. You notice I hedged my bets, didn't you? That's because I'm terrible at predicting specific outcomes. You are too. No human is perfect at forecasting future football finals or anything for that matter. But God, he knows what's coming, and from time to time he's revealed what's coming so his people know he's God, so his people know Jesus is their Savior, so you and I will know an eternity with him is just around the corner. I don't make predictions about when the trumpet will sound, 
No one knows the day or hour. I just wait and do my work while the time draws nearer and nearer. So while the odds makers make odds and the guessers make guesses before Sunday's kickoff, I'd like to read one of my favorite prophecies, which awaits a sometime in the years to come payoff. I hope hearing these words will stir up excitement in your hearts, believers. At least as much excitement as Taylor's fans have anticipating a glimpse of their girl in the stadium in Vegas this week. She'll be on screen if she's there. Guaranteed. Here's what 1 Thessalonians 4, 13-18 says of the event Jesus' followers look forward to most. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command and the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, verse 18 says, encourage one another with these words. Be encouraged. Jesus is going to return. He's going to come back so that those who have loved him, those who have put their trust in him, can be with him forever. The Red Kingdom, with all its hype, will pass away. Sorry, fans, but it will. Jesus' kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, will not end. Jesus will be King of kings and Lord of lords forever and ever and ever, and we will be with him. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Who will win the Super Bowl? I have no idea, and I don't care to venture a guess. Making such prophecies is not my chief's aim in life. Oh no, it's that I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.